Heavenly Father, we thank you tonight. As the word goes forth, I thank you that there be open hearts, receptive ears to receive the word tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. I'm going to talk to you tonight. It's your move. Receive from God. John 1.12 says, But as many received him, to them gave he the right to become the children of God, to those who believe in his name. And 1 Corinthians 4.7 says, For who makes you different from another, and what do you have that you did not receive? Now, if you indeed indeed receive it, did indeed receive it, why do you boast as if you had not received it? Now, both of these scriptures talk about receiving. You know, all right, so you have a knock at the door, your doorbell rings, and there is the FedEx man or the UPS man or one of the other delivery services, and they got a box for you, and they and they say, so here, sign for this, and you sign it, and it says that you received it, you're holding this gift, it's yours. It's from a friend, it's a gift from a friend. All you had to do was receive it. You had to do nothing else. Just receive it. You sign for the package. You know, believers need to learn about receiving the blessings of God. Receiving from God is very simple. You just receive. I mean, if I want to give this Bible, my case on it, Rhema there, to Mark, if I said I'm going to give it to him, he has to receive it. The Word of God has already told us that he, God, through Jesus Christ, has already done everything about us receiving every blessing that belongs to us. So it's up to us to receive it. I mean, salvation, you receive. You know, (laughs) this man went to the pastor and he said, I've decided that I can't become a Christian pastor. My wife keeps telling me that I've got to quit doing this and do that and this, if and the Lord will save me. And uh, he said, he told the pastor, he said, she doesn't know it, but I've tried to quit these things and I just can't. The pastor told him, you don't have to give, you don't have to quit nothing. All you have to do is receive Jesus Christ as your Savior. You know, that's Romans 10, 9, and 10. Believe in your heart, say with your mouth, and you'll be saved. Isn't that what it says? Yeah, there's no. You, it didn't tell you to quit anything. In fact, you can't quit any. You can't quit any sinning until you receive Jesus as your Savior, and then you don't want to do it, so you you, you quit it. <laughs> Hello, how many of you know what I'm talking about? Come on now, you know. <laughs> we have. After we receive Christ, we have the power to overcome the temptation. You know, you can't give up a life of sin until you have received Jesus Christ as your Savior. 
You can't give up sickness until you've received Jesus as your healer. You can't give up poverty and material need until you've received Jesus as the provider. You know, it's actually simple to get the promises of God. All you got to do is receive them. You know, a lot of people say, oh, if you go to God and confess your sins, God will save you. No. Number one, you couldn't confess all your sins anyway because you can't remember them all. I just quoted Romans 10, 9, and 10. It didn't say anything about confessing any sins. It said to confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you'd be saved. That's all That's all you have to do. You know, some people talk about, well, if I can get, just get enough people praying, God will save me. And you know, people are that way. Oh, if I can get enough people praying for me for this problem or that problem or this or that. Oh, if I can just, I just get enough people praying, God will, God will meet my need. Well, praying is good and, and we need to pray for one another, but that's not going to bring you the answer. Come on. You have to receive what God has already said is yours. You know. Some people are praying about stuff and all they got to do is just say, I believe God. Come on. You know, I could give somebody, maybe my grandson over there, I could give, I could give him some money. And all he has to do is receive it when I give it to him, right? Now, and if somebody saw me give it to him, he, it would be, I mean, people would think that he was crazy if he'd come back to me a couple of days and said, oh, Poppy, I know you give me that money, but uh, is it really mine? Can I use it? You, you'd laugh about that. That's what people do with all of these promises that God has given us right here in the Word. Come on. You know, how many of you have ever played checkers or chess or some board game? And then they would move, and then they'd say, it's your move. Right? And, you know, it's that simple when receiving from God. God has already moved, so he's saying to you, it's your move. It's your move. God's already moved. He's already done everything he's going to do about you receiving anything that you need to receive to, to make your life what you're supposed to be. Are oh, y'all there? Y'all gone home. <laughs> you know, when you're playing, well, let's just say checkers. Most people have played checkers before. You know, somebody moves, then nothing moves. So if you keep moving you'll eventually get to be crowned the king, right? Yeah. But it's when you keep moving is when you eventually reach the goal. If you keep moving, God keeps moving. Every time you move, the other person moves, right? 
Well, if you keep moving, God keeps moving. You see, it doesn't matter what your circumstances are. It doesn't matter what in the world's going on in your life. If you keep moving, you will position yourself for victory. You know, in order to do that, you have to keep moving with the promises of God and what God said. Now, listen, this is a crazy illustration, but I'm going to use it anyway. Suppose this aisle here was a street. And this side of the street over here, it was all, there's beautiful houses and everything is perfect. Cars are perfect. Everything's great. Over here, on this side of the street, it looks like a war zone. Now, say that an individual on this side of the street would say, well, say it's this man here. He would say to Mark over here, because he's on the, he's on the, uh, look like a war, war zone, and he's on the good side. He'd say, hey, come on over here, and you'll get a new house, you'll get a new car, you'll get a job, you'll have a great life. And Mark look at him and say, well, I'm getting by all right. I got a little bread and water. I got a little bit. I'm just going to stay over here. You'd think, you'd think he's lost his mind when he has an opportunity to walk across the street from the war zone to the where everything's great and perfect, right? That's what we have to do. There are many people that are born again, even some of them even spirit-filled, and the Lord is telling them right here all of these blessings, and they are living in the war zone. I've seen it happen. I mean, I, you know, I mean, I was only born about 20 years ago, but I had <laughs> 63 to that, maybe. <laughs> but... Uh, you know, you would say, that, that, is, that sounds silly, that somebody would do that. And, and I think it's in 57, I think it was, Dad was preaching right down there in Pomona, California. I, in uh, 56 and, and 57, I guess it was, or no, was it 55 and 56 anyway? I traveled all, I was, I was 16, I guess. I traveled all over this state with my dad, preaching. In, we preached in Lodi, Fresno, Modesto, Eureka, Crescent City. Uh, we preached. We didn't have. You didn't have all the freeways then. You had Highway 99 going up there. Go right up through the San Joaquin Valley. Come out across the grapevine out of Los Angeles. <laughs> See, I know. I know a lot about California. I traveled all over this state. I, we, we even preached out in Torona, California. Anybody know where Torona, California is? It's out there right beside of Death Valley. They got that, at that time, they had a big borax mining out there. <laughs> I played baseball out there in a 180-degree temperature. <laughs> I still remember that. <laughs> we, we preached from that to Redondo Beach all the way down to San Diego, all the way up to Crescent City up there and Eureka up there on the top. <laughs> so Chico, all I mean, I preached all of And so we was in Pomona, California there at the at the Foursquare Church, and Dr. Duffield was the pastor. And 
And dad was, he, he'd have people come, they walked across the stage and he'd pray for them. Well, this lady, here she come, crippling along. <laughs> and so dad, dad was, he was standing here and he was facing her and he said, what do you need, sister? Hey, what do you need, sister? What? <laughs> and dad said, what do you need? She said, oh, I got this off the rider. So dad prayed for her, and, and, I mean, she walked right. She started walking off fine off the stage, and he said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't you need something for you? Don't you need something for your ears? Oh, no, that's all right. I can get along with this, with my ear problem, but I couldn't get along with that arthritis. That's what I'm talking about. Some people are receiving part of the benefit, and on the other end, they're staying over on that on the war war zone side. Come on, you know, each day God is offering us all of His benefits spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, financially. They're all there. You know. It's 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 like a I heard about this. A guy told this other guy, he said, Listen, at three o'clock tomorrow, you meet me at the corner of such and such a street, and I'm gonna have a brand new car give you the keys to it. Okay. So another person said, Oh, I wouldn't do I wouldn't go down there if I was you. You're just wasting your time. You know, it couldn't it, it nobody's gonna do that. It can't be that easy. And the other guy said, well, what I got to lose? Hello? I asked you the question. If somebody told you that, would you be on that street corner? Huh? Well, God's already told you right here, so why don't you go down there? Hello? Anybody understand what I'm trying to tell you? Many times our not receiving is not God's problem. It's our problem. We're not using our faith to receive what belongs to us. Hello? You know, (laughs) when you begin to really understand, it's not hard to receive. It's simple. But you know what? People have made it difficult because they think it can't be that easy. It is just that easy. The word is clear on the every promise. It's that easy. All you have to do is receive. You know, think about it for a minute. The man at the gate called Beautiful. Peter and John come there. Peter and John, Peter said, I don't have any money, but such I have, give out of you. And he received what Peter offered him, and he jumped up and started leaping and walking. I mean, he didn't have to do anything. All he had to do is receive. That's exactly what God is offering us right now. All we have to do is receive. And I was talking to one somebody one time about this, and they said, oh, it can't be that simple. You know, because we are programmed 
to think, you know, we try to figure out why. You know, I, I'm always doing this. I'll, I'll go up to somebody and, and I know who they are. And I say, hey, what was your name yesterday? An adult. And instead of answering me with their name, they will hesitate because they're trying to figure out what's going on. Instead of just answering the question. You do that with a kid and they'll, I mean, you know, They'll tell you, you know, hey, what was your name yesterday? John. (laughs) They answer the question. It is that simple for us to receive from God. But people read it and they put their own interpretation on it. You'll hear people, you you can hear them on the television. Well, now this is what I believe that God was saying about this. And most of the time, they're 180 degrees off. My dad my dad used to say it this way, and I say it this way too. God said it, I believe it, that settles it. God meant what he said and said what he meant. All we got to do is believe it and receive it. Not try to figure out, well... Man, you know, people say, "Well, now wait a minute. You, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta think about this in a, in a, in a, in a natural way." No, you don't. You gotta figure it. You gotta think about it in the way God said it, not however you think what you think about it or what you don't think about it. Don't matter. What I think about it doesn't matter. What does what does the word say? My dad would. I would go to my dad. You know. I'm a teenager and I'm learning, I'm understanding. I said, Dad, man, we got a problem. What are we going to do about it? You know what he would look at me and say? I remember he did, I was about 15 one day and I went up to him and I said, Man, Dad, what are we going to do? He said, We're going to act like the Word is so. We're just going to act like the Word is so. Another time I asked him that question and he said, Oh, son, this is just another opportunity to prove God's Word works. That was him. That's what I grew up with. So I don't have any problem with this. That's why I try to get it over to the people when I'm talking to them. It is that simple to get all your needs met and everything that you need from God. It is that simple. God said it. Believe it and receive it. That's all you have to do. You know. (laughs) You can't. Some people think. That you need, you have to earn the blessings of God. You couldn't earn it if you wanted to. You know, but how many of you, of course, I I grew up in 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 a denomination as a kid. And a lot of times people say, well... You can't, don't do this and don't do that and do this and do this and that and then God will bless you. No do's and don'ts ain't got nothing to do with God blessing you. I'm not talking about not living right, okay? That's, That's another subject. And I call these people the do Christian classification. There's a lot of, a lot of born again 
people that are in the do Christian classification. Now, if I can do enough good works, I'll earn God's blessings. Anybody ever heard that? Anybody ever? You've been around any of that stuff? You know, you, you can't earn it because God, through Jesus Christ, has already earned it for you. All you have to do is receive it. Hello? You know, down at Raymond, we don't have it anymore, but for several years we had a college. We played in the National Bible College Athletic Association. We won the national championship several times. In fact, they got, we, we got nine gold balls in that case down there. You know what? They got all the team and everybody, they got rings. Said national championship on there, Bible college championship. And you know what? They brought me a ring and gave it to me, and I didn't do nothing to get that ring. <laughs> Except be the president of the college. But I got a ring. You know, I I know <laughs> Deion Sanders and I know I know a lot of the pro ball players. And I was talking to somebody just recently and they said that when the team won a, a college team now that I'm talking about, they won the national championship. Everybody on the team got a ring. Everybody in the athletic office got a ring. Everybody in the president's office and all the board members, they all got rings. Didn't none of them do anything. All they had to do was receive the blessing. Hello? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when we begin to think about it, we don't follow do's and don'ts. We're not in that classification. Now, there's a lot of Christians that are there. They're going to go to heaven if they if they die. They're born again, spirit-filled. They're just not getting any blessings. And yet, they belong to them. All I had to do is take that ring. They had asked it by size. And all I had to do is take it and put it on. Where? Oh, that big old, big old ring. Actually, it, it's the it was the three... Three-peat. We won it three years in a row, the championship. They called it the three-peat. But all I had to do is, is receive it and wear it. All you have to do for every promise in this book is just receive it and enjoy it. <laughs> I had that ring on one time and somebody said, Oh, man, you... you you want you you want a you want a national championship? I said no, I didn't win nothing. <laughs> I said the school team did, and since I'm the president, I got to, I got a ring. <laughs> hey, Jesus won the battle. All you got to do is get the ring and put it on, and enjoy the benefits. Anybody understand what I'm talking about? Too many times people 
they don't understand how easy it is to get the blessings of God. It's just that easy. Come on now. Now, there is another classification, and this is the classification that I'm in, and it's the classification I want you to get in. It's, it's the done group, not the do group, but the done group. See, what, am I, what, what does that mean? That means I am trusting God for what he's already done and what he's already purchased for me. So all I have to do is accept it and live in it and enjoy it. He is the one that won the victory. He's the one that fought the fight. Somebody said, oh, I'm just fighting the fight. Well, why are you fighting the fight? All you got to do is believe and receive. See, walk on the done side. That's the side you want to walk on. What, what does that mean? I mean, I'm walking in what Christ has already done for me. Hadn't got anything to do with me doing anything except living in line with the Word of God. Hello. You know, when you begin to really understand how to receive all of the blessings that God has got for you, it'll change, it'll change you on the outside. You know, we used to sing a little course, something on the inside, working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. Well, you know, I have, I, I've been overseas and, and I preached about, and I, I didn't preach about prosperity. I just preached about receiving all the blessings that God has for you. And, and you know, and, and preached about what the Word said and gave them the Word. And I went back a few years later and this man said, hey, look at my house. And I said, oh, yeah, it, it's fine, you know. He was one of the leaders there in, in, in the church there in Kasumo, Kenya. And uh, he said, don't you see it? And I said, no, I'm sorry. He said, I got a tin roof. He said, when you were here last year, I, uh, two years ago, I just had a thatched roof. Now, to him, that was a blessing to have a tin roof. And he said, he said, you know how I got that? I said, no, I don't know how you got that. He said, well, you were preaching about that God wanted to bless us and, and, and in every area of our life. And we were having a drought. And, and they raised, he had a sugar cane field. They raised sugar cane. And he said, I just, I just walked around my field. And I said, all right, Lord, you want, you want to bless us? And he said, I have to have finances to be blessed. I thank you that, that, I'm going to have a sugar crane crop. And he told me, he said, I stood right here. And I, we were standing there. And he said, you see that field? He said, I stood right here and watched it rain on my field and not rain on anybody else's field. He said, and, and he, he said, I had a bumper crop of sugar cane. And, of course, you know, if nobody else has any, you know what it does with the price. And so he said, that's the way I got my tin roof. You see... He he got a hold of getting the blessings. And that's just one of them. There's healing. There's protection. There's all your needs being met. You know, and it says, if you believe, you'll have, you can have the desires of your heart. 
Isn't that what the scripture said? That's part of the blessing. But you got to receive it. It's not just going to fall on you like ripe cherries off a tree. And you say, where'd you get that from? I got it from my dad and I don't know where he got it from. But if you've ever heard him preach, you've heard him say that. Anybody ever heard Kenneth E. preach? Have you ever heard him say that? <laughs> you know, everybody thought I was a junior, but I wasn't. My name's Kenneth Wayne. His is Kenneth Irwin Hagen. Now, mine's Kenneth Wayne Hagen. But I had to take junior because nobody paid any attention to the middle initials. But when he went on to be with the Lord, I, uh, you'll go back there on that table. You some of some of the books that has Kenneth W. Hagen and some of them has Kenneth Hagen Jr. Same person. That was my alias. <laughs> you know, as I have grown up in his house, in his house, and as I have grown in the church, and I've been in the ministry for myself sixty. How many years now? 63, 65 maybe it is. I have I have watched people get a, some of them, they're born again, spirit-filled, but they didn't understand these principles. They got a hold of the principle that all they have to do is to believe and receive the promises of God, and I watched their lives changed. I've watched it in my own church. I'm sure... Pastors Mark and Brenda have watched it here, probably in this church. Many of you, some of you that are ministers here, you, you've watched it. Some of you, how many of you, when you finally got a hold of how to, how to receive the blessings of God, everything changed for you? Uh-oh. You see, we have got to continue... To walk in that. Because you can know it and know about it, but the enemy will do everything he can to distract you and get you off course so that you're not believing and receiving. He'll come tell you, well, now, wait a minute. God has really blessed you. Now, you you might as well just enjoy what you got and 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 don't expect anything else. Anybody ever had him tell you, enemy try, the enemy come try to tell you that? You know. What does it mean to receive? Well, the word translated receive here that we've been talking about means to take, grasp, seize, catch, or take it. See? You just got to grit your teeth and say, Mr. Devil, these blessings belong to me and you're not going to do anything to keep me from receiving what's mine. You know, watch kids. And if one of them is his toy and somebody else gets that toy, they went over and grabbed it and said, that's my toy, you can't have it. Am I right or wrong? Huh? Hey, when the enemy comes in and tries to take what belongs to you, you go over and kick him in the chops 
and say, that's mine. You can't take it. You know, I got two great Pyrenees mountain dogs in the backyard. One of them, I guess Cash stands about that hall. If he stands up, puts his paws right here, he looks me right in the face. He weighs about 140 pounds. And Maverick, his brother, weighs about 100 and what? Huh? 125? And they will get out there, and they're three years old now, and one of them will have something, and the other one will run over there because it's his, and I try to get them both, and I have them buy them both the same bone. But if this one gets this bone, he runs over and grabs it like, that's my bone. Hello? When the enemy comes and starts trying to steal from you, you've got to be able to plant your feet and say, Mr. Devil, God has already promised it and said it's mine and you can't take it away from me and you've got to seize it and grab a hold of it and say, this is mine, I take it now. So to rise up and receive... It's your move. God has already moved. It's just like playing that game of checkers or whatever board game you're playing. The other person's already moved. Now it's your move. It's your move. Heavenly Father, I talked to these people tonight about it's their move. I thank you that each of us will continue to to not let the enemy deter us or get us off course, but that we will continue to move. And as we move, you will move with us because that's the way we receive from you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen and amen and amen. Anybody get anything out of this today? Now, I realize that many of you have heard some of this and heard this same thing, but the Apostle Peter told his constituents, he said, as long as I'm in this body, I'm going to keep reminding you these things. I have found out over the years in ministry that the people sitting in the pew, as long as, and, and myself personally, I need to keep reminding myself of these things. If I don't, the enemy will bring this in and he'll bring this in and he'll, until he obscures me from receiving what belongs to me. Hello. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody stand, please.